Hi, you are listening to Loving, Learning, Living, Leading podcast with your host, me, Antonia Simmons, where we're dedicated to leading women to lead others, a Delighting in Him Ministries affiliate that teaches biblical truth and how to love Christ, yourself, and others, learn Christ, and teach others about Him, live for Christ, and lead others to Him. The heart of an intercessor is one who prays for another, touching the heart of God, moving or staying his hand in the lives and affairs of others. God will act when we pray. Who are you praying for? Are you seeing answers? Though we may not always see the results in the lives of others we pray for, we can pray and have confidence God will hear and act in response. Today's podcast, we will take a look at Abraham and glean or be reminded of what a heart of an intercessor is. There is so much going on in our world. We cannot neglect the privilege to pray and pray for others. In Genesis chapter 18, God initiates a conversation with Abraham about Sodom and Gomorrah, which was full of wickedness. Abraham's relative Lot and Lot's family lived there, and God was letting Abraham know that destruction was imminent. Immediately, without hesitation, Abraham drew near to God, asking if 50, then 45, then 40, all the way down to 10 righteous people were there, would he spare the city? And you know what? God agreed to do so. This is such a sobering portrayal of what God will do when we pray for others. The word intercession in Greek means to meet in order to converse with, for consultation or supplication, to make petition and to plead for or against others. And what really stands out to me is the meaning hit upon, as in hitting a target, when you contrast it with the Greek word of sin, when it, which means missing the mark. <laughs> Prayer is hitting upon or hitting the target, but sin is missing the mark. Hmm. In this passage, though, we will see the quintessential definition of intercession. Abraham conversed with God about Sodom and Gomorrah at God's initiative. They were having a conversation that turned into Abraham pleading and and petitioning God on behalf of the righteous amidst pagan people. Each time Abraham asked God to spare the city for a certain number of people, a certain number of righteous people, all the way down to 10, God said yes. Abraham's request was satisfied or his target, his aim was hit upon or reached and his prayer request ended. This is such a great, again, passage on prayer. And there are some takeaways that we can glean from in learning what a heart of an intercessor is. Our first point, Abraham drew near to God. He drew near boldly, quickly, without hesitation when he heard the news. He had an intimate relationship with God and Abraham knew God. He didn't just know of God. He knew God and he knew his character, that he was the judge of all the earth. And so because he knew the heart of God, he cared about God's reputation and he pretty much challenged God and said, shouldn't you, the judge of the all earth, do judge righteously, not destroy the the righteous with the wicked. And so this to me says that this only comes out of a relationship that's intimate. 
And so for us to be intimate with God, we have to do what James chapter four, verse eight tells us. It's an invitation that tells us that when we draw nigh to God, God will draw nigh to us. As we move close to God, he will approach us. This isn't a one-time approach. It is ongoing. It's a relationship. Not only when there is a crisis, it's constant where we seek God, where we draw close to him by worshiping, listening to him in prayer, praising him and seeking him and asking God questions, which we will receive direction and counsel and answers because it's all about relationship. And that's what Abraham had with our God. Our next point, Abraham had a heart to pray for others. He could have easily asked God to just save his nephew Lot, but he didn't. He even could have asked God to only remove the righteous But in the text, Abraham was concerned for Sodom and Gomorrah, for they would be spared for the sake of the righteous living there. Evermore, there are many who need our prayers today. Those who know God and those who don't. Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 tells us God even searches for one who will stand in the gap or intercede for others. Are we praying for others who really need God? For those we know that may that we may never meet. And for those that we know, there are so many needs that you and I can pray for. Just turn on the news. All right. Just read the headlines on your phone notifications. There are so many needs that we can pray for, not just in our own personal lives or the lives of friends, even those that we know, but all around the world. If you remember earlier this year in January, the episode that took place at the White House, People need our prayers. If you remember last year, just last year, the violence, the ongoing injustices, the division, the isolation, the trepidation, uh, trepidation amidst the pandemic, people need our prayers. And how could we not pray? We got to pray, beloved. And, And when we love God and when we love humanity because we love God, you and I, we will have a heart to pray for others. We will intercede. The next point, Abraham asked God. He pleaded with God, asking repeatedly for God, to God, what he really wanted. How many of your desires are unfulfilled because you dare not ask God? The Bible says we have not because we ask not. Again, this is in James, James chapter four, verse three. And John 14, 14 says that if you ask anything in my name, Jesus is talking. He says that he will do it. If you don't pray, you will not receive. So we need to ask for what we want. Another point, Abraham requested specifically. He made specific requests. Abraham didn't pray a general blanket prayer. He was precise, praying to God to spare a certain amount of people all the way down, you know the story, to 10 righteous people. This should motivate you and I to be specific when we are praying, all right? Praying for others and ourselves. God knows what you really want. He desires to hear what you really want. And it is okay to have a specific request and to ask him, don't, don't play with God. Don't play around. He knows our heart. Just be open. Just go to him and he will embrace you. It doesn't mean he's going to give you always what you ask for, but may as well be honest because he already knows. Next point. Abraham was humble. He was bold. Yes, confident enough to go to God. And he also asked with humility. 
He honored God. He wasn't demanding and commanding God. But again, he honored God, asking the great one to reconsider. We too must approach God with humility. He is God and we should never allow our closeness, our intimacy that we have with him to cause us to be irreverent. We cannot take his grace for granted. And my final point, Abraham was persistent. Abraham never gave up. Even when God said yes the first time, he still continued to ask. And each time he received an answer, he received a yes. From this we can glean, we are to pray until we receive heaven's response. Not all the times it will come, the answer immediately. But we must be persistent until God does respond and expect him to do so. This is the heart of an intercessor. Abraham was a great leader and a great intercessor. May we follow his example when we are praying for others. God didn't have to reveal to Abraham what he decided to do, but he did so to shape the heart of Abraham into being the leader that he wanted. When you see or hear news reports of what's taking place in the world and in our communities or in your neighborhood, then in your heart aches or grieves, Ah, this is God giving you a post message, an email, a text, if you will, to pray on the behalf of others. God wants to hear our prayers. He wants us to have a heart that is concerned about others, not just our own lives, not just our own affairs, but others too, because we are living in a world where people are lost and we must pray for them. God will hear and he will answer. Are you willing to pray? I pray today's podcast encouraged you. If so, leave me a message and share this podcast and subscribe. For more encouragement and teachings, you can connect with me on YouTube at Delighting in Him with Antonia Simmons or Instagram at underscore Delighting in Him. Thank you for listening to the Loving, Learning, Living, Leading podcast. And God bless you.